Hey, are you into werewolves, mad scientists, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks the simple question. When you put on that Confederate flag mankini, what the hell were you thinking? This is the Saturday, July 3rd, 2015, Vim Dern Duke Boys edition of the show, where me and Bo and Luke repaint the General Lee with a rainbow flag on top. Admittedly, I did have to hold a gun on them to get it to happen. The What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is brought to you by Jim Bob's Lost Cause. No matter how sad or delusional, you can believe in it at the Lost Cause. State Route 84 in Natchez, Mississippi. If your wife left you and took your pickup truck, lost cause. Fired from your job, again, lost cause. Ain't allowed within a hundred feet of children because of that time you left your pants in the bushes, lost cause. It don't matter how bad you fucked up, it ain't your fault of the lost cause. If you would like to sponsor the show, come on down to the lost cause, pull up a stool, and jib bob. You'll believe it's a good idea. But obviously y'all know what I'm going to be talking about, the Confederate flag. But I want to start with saying, Obama and our government, y'all are fucking idiots for trying to ban our flag. It, it's stupid. It's mean. Um, I, just, I hate our government and Obama. And no, I'm not racist. Way for being racist and being us discriminating against um, colored people. Well, what are you what are you doing? You're discriminating against us for having that flag. Isn't that just as bad? What's the American flag? Honestly, fucking think about it. Um, because when I think about it, and when I look at the American flag, what do I see? Um, I see a dumbass who got lost and fucking killed all the Indians because he thought there was gold here and took their land. Isn't that racist against Indians? Because I'm pretty sure it is. Pretty sure we didn't kill any slaves, for the most part. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard of a slave being killed. Slavery in itself was not a bright idea, America. We were stupid there. I will admit to that. But that this flag doesn't mean that we're racist. This flag doesn't mean that we agree with slavery, because um, I don't say us taking them from Africa because that's not what happened. Even though that's what a lot of people say. Um, actually. First off, the very first slave owner was black. Africans were enslaving other Africans and selling them to make a profit. <clears throat> Although the conditions weren't very good, we did take them from a horrible country and brought them to America. Although slavery wasn't good, isn't that a little bit better than what you had before? Um, You know, the way that media works is they're only going to show you the bad shit. They're never going to show you all the good stuff. They're never going to show you that not every slave owner was mean. They're not going to show you that some slave owners actually did treat their slaves with dignity and treated them like family. I mean, you got free food, you got free housing, and you got paid for your work. Although it was against free will, it was still a lot better than what you had before. 
a lot better. Dixie Dime, ladies and gentlemen. Dixie Dime. I urge you to go to Dixie Dime's channel on YouTube and check her out. I admit that I edited that clip because there was a lot of ums and ands and sniffles in there. But that's what she said. I didn't take anything out of context. I had, I mean, this whole thing was 15 minutes long, so please go watch that and hear the other side of the argument in their own words. Thank you, Dixie Dime. You, you're a treasure. You're a complete treasure. Now the actual show. Way down yonder in the land of cotton, old times there are truly not forgotten, except for the part where they conveniently forgets about the bits where they kept people in slavery. Well, not everyone forgets that part, just the white people. Black people seem to recall it pretty clearly. Maybe it's because every time they turn around, the Confederate battle flag is fluttering from a flagpole or flying from the back of a pickup truck or barely containing a disturbingly large amount of flesh that really ought not be seen by anyone. The Confederate flag is woven into the culture of the American South in the same way as poverty, ignorance, and diabetes. Still, it seems like the flags are coming down all over the old confederacy, and only 150 years after they finally realized... Hey, maybe you haven't been keeping up on current events, but we just got our asses kicked, pal! South Carolina State Assembly, after the murders of nine people in a church by a white supremacist, who is definitely white, but only a supreme douchebag, promises they will be voting on removing the flag from the state capitol grounds just as soon as they can, which by southern times means within the next 150 years. Mississippi is actually debating taking the Confederate emblem off their state flags, which, as Joe Biden would say, a big fucking deal, especially when you consider they're the last remaining state that has the flag of a treasonous breakaway republic on their actual state's imagery. But good for you, Mississippi, for even thinking about it. Georgia and Virginia are removing the flags from their state license plates. And the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, which for the record is in Nevada, which wasn't even a state during the Civil War, will no longer fly the flag at their stadium. For my money, however, the oddest tale is Kentucky removing the flag from their state house, And Kentucky voted to stay in the Union. You gotta wonder about the logic behind the flag being in the Kentucky State House in the first place. But what am I saying? I'm trying to apply logic to a bunch of Confederate flag waivers. On top of this, Amazon, Walmart, eBay, and a whole bunch of other online retailers pulled the treasured icon of a defeated racist ideology from their stores. Naturally, a certain subset of people are quite angry about the removal of the symbol of a failed insurrection against a lawful government. The angry people are pretty much the sort of people you would expect to be angry about things like this. The folks over at the white supremacist site Stormfront are joining the sons of Confederate veterans and a lot of people with third-grade educations and protesting their God-given right to live in a fantasy. And normally, I wouldn't huck rocks at people who want to live in a fantasy. After all, I live in a fantasy where I have a radio show, but really I'm just a drunk guy talking to himself in a basement. I am not anti-delusion here. The National Park Service sparked outrage last week when they removed Confederate flags from Civil War battlefields. Not the memorials themselves, mind you. Those are still there. No, people are pissed because they took the cheap knickknacks and tchotchkes bearing images of Confederate flags from the gift shops. 
down in Dalton, Georgia, a mere 40 miles from my place of birth, and home to my entire paternal line, and still some relatives, the good people let their anger shine through in that most southern form, a parade of pickup trucks and dilapidated beater cars streaming their Confederate standards proudly in their way. Got the road blocked off for these fucking Confederate flags. I don't know what the fuck going on. Oh, they about to wreck. Boom! Boom! Oh, I got that. Oh, I got all that. <laughs> I just said they finna wreck. I just said they finna wreck. I just said that. Damn. Damn! God don't like ugly. I am not a believer in divinities, but sometimes something like that happens, and I do have to wonder. I'm sure the drivers involved didn't see the beautiful symmetry in their parade and the ignominious defeat of the Confederacy, or how they were kind of like Robert E. Lee. Things are going along so well, right until you crash into the pickup in front of you, or basically, you know, Ulysses S. Grant. It's all kind of the same thing. I guess the final straw for most folks came a day or two ago when TV Land announced they were repulling the reruns of that Southern cultural classic, a show that for most Southerners defined their place in the universe and spoke to a deep sense of identity and unity, a show which speaks to a paradigm on what it means to be a Southerner. And of course, I'm, I'm speaking of that social-political masterpiece of the 1970s via the Dukes of Hazard. Welcome. Hazard County. This is Bo Duke and Luke Duke. They're cousins. They fight the system. General Lee was highly respected in Hazard County. Both the Confederate general and the Duke boys race car. Now the first was a great leader, and so was the second on the dirt track circuit. I guess for some it's kind of a brave heart moment when they realize the forces of political correctness and Yankee oppression threaten to sweep over Dixie and rob them of their precious cultural heritage of car crashes, corrupt politicians, and television shows set in the South that never ever show a black person. You know, their personal utopian vision of how things ought to be. The problem for the rest of the country, indeed the world, is really pretty simple. A lot of people, many of whom were descended are from people who were captured, sold, and carted halfway around the world, and forced to work on rich white people's plantations for generations, rightly see the Confederate battle flag as a symbol of the whole experience, particularly since the entire war was fought to preserve the very institution of slavery. Let me put it this way. If every day you looked up and saw the smiling face of the bully who kicked your ass from third grade to graduation fluttering above you, it might make you feel a little down. Now imagine that multiplied by, I don't know, infinity. When African Americans look up and see the Confederate flag, they're rightly reminded of how they got here and how shitty their lives were and continue to be thanks to that journey. And if you think I'm some sort of white guilt liberal prattling on about things that happened in the past... And if you're blind enough to ignore, or Fox News eyes, the shootings in Charleston, I would like to let you know that eight black churches have burned down across the South since the Charleston shootings. 
Authorities say that they're unconnected, which is actually far, far worse than one dude in a pickup truck driving around burning churches. That means eight different fuckwads thought to themselves, Hey, Clem, let's go burn a church tonight. All right, Vern, let's go do it. I'll get my gas can. So can we please not pretend we're living in a world that we aren't? Leaving aside the hardcore overt racist from Stormfront, the KKK, and state Republican parties, you're left with the heritage, not hate crowd which is the vast percentage of people who are so up in arms metaphorically, though being who they are, many of them are also literally up in arms over this issue. Heritage, not hate, is a euphemism for the idiocy holding the flag of a disgraced and defeated South as symbolically linked to the people who live either geographically or, and I use this word loosely, philosophically in the old Confederacy. Hey folks, stupid doesn't stop at the Mason-Dixon line. There are Confederate flags dotting the windows of trailer homes all over the United States. The Heritage Hedge feel quite strongly that the South's blend of high-fat food, staggering poverty, and lagging educational systems, and religious fundamentalism and xenophobia so rigidly intolerant, the Taliban sends them little gold stars and ribbons for the best 7th century ideology ever, is a unique and distinct culture that they identify with through the waving of this flag. If you really want to see the profound ignorance of reality, history, and, you know, social awareness that encompasses the heritage, not hate crowd, I recommend you go back to Dixie Dime from the top of the show. That is the personification of a heritage, not hate person. And look, I, I kind of understand the heritage people because once upon a time, I too believed in the struggle of the good people of the Confederacy against the tyranny of the North, the brave Confederate soldier who fought the Union Army at every turn but simply couldn't compete with the money and the might of the industrial North, the treachery of the British and the French who refused to recognize the independence of the Confederacy. We had better generals, the better soldiers, and it was only because the North had more money and men they won the war. This is what is called the lost cause theory. And I believed in it with all my heart. I hung a Confederate flag on my wall and read everything I could find about the war that was printed in the South. I knew the South was right. Of course, I was 10 and I knew Jack and shit and Jack had left town. So basically what I'm saying is that anyone who believes in the lost cause is intellectually a 10-year-old. How do I know this? Because I was actually told by someone the removal of the flag would lead to the erasing of history, the burning of books, and I quote... The extermination of the white man from the South. No, dude. Dude. No. Uh, let's just put aside the nonsense about the Civil War, because the question is not now, nor has it ever been in doubt. It was over slavery. When you hear the words states' rights in any conversation, you need to add the words to keep slaves, because the founders of the Confederacy were explicit in their articles of secession and their state constitution. When you read the words, to protect and preserve the institution of slavery, there just isn't any wiggle room. So let's leave all of that out as the ancient history it is. The reasons those flags are there now is not the Civil War, but the Civil Rights Movement. They appeared on state houses and state flags in the 1960s as a direct response to the work of people who believed when we put the 14th Amendment in the Constitution, we actually meant it. I grew up in the South at the tail end of the civil rights era, 
in the early 1970s when black people still literally lived on the other side of the railroad tracks. I went to school with a few black kids, but by and large, we were still segregated. I grew up hearing the N-word in casual conversation, and not even used in anger. My grandparents would say, you know that nigger that lives down on Pike Street? I like him. These people hung the Confederate flags because they were no longer allowed to actually hang black people. The flag is offensive because it was a tangible symbol of hate, the same as a burning cross or white hooded robes. Your argument about the stars and bars representing cultural traditions of the South has some merit because we have a long, deep cultural tradition of hate and oppression. Let's just be honest with ourselves on some other things that just need to be said. People who fly this freak flag are not exactly the best representatives of the South in the first place. If you see a southern flag floating over the trees, you can safely assume there's a car up on blocks within 500 feet of it. There's a frightening correlation between those with tattoos of the flag and far fewer teeth than one would traditionally find in the human mouth. And frankly, 99% of women wearing a confederakini probably are showing more stretch marks than a, and cellulite than a plastic surgeon sees in a month. Anyone over the age of 15 who drapes their body in a Confederate flag for any reason other than charging onto a field at a Civil War reenactment is delusional at best or... A complete and total scumbag! A scumbag! He's a scumbag! That means our first round is a draw. Still... This sudden purge of all things related to the Confederate flag running through the corporate America is just fucking stupid as the flag huggers screaming about white genocide. As a company, you're free to sell or not sell any product legally available to the public. Removing the Confederate flag for itself from your inventory, okay, I see that as a reasonable response to current events. Removing Confederate-themed knickknacks from souvenir shops and national parks, still probably okay, but they're, uh, because they're on public lands and funded in part by the federal government. I mean, a $5 sticker with a rebel flag on it doesn't really carry the same psychological heft as a huge-ass flag. But I'll give a little, particularly since the privately owned store across the street will carry all the items and make a lot more money selling them now. Good for the economy. Good for the kind of people who want to buy cheap Chinese imports of their treasured cultural heritage. But stripping all references from your inventory, including historical games or apps because they feature an image of the Confederate flag somewhere on the packaging or its contents... That's just the kind of knee-jerk reactionism that plays into the kind of stereotypes that conservatives have about less liberals and maybe plays into their persecution complex about erasing their history. It's possible to strike a balance between the reasonable removal of icons of a soundly defeated and utterly bankrupt rebellion whose sole reason for existence was the continuation of a brutal slavery long after the rest of the civilized world had given it up on public grounds and preserving the rights to the kind of people who want want the world to know the, the confederate flag is one of those symbols that should really only be seen on t-shirts belt buckles and bumper stickers to help the rest of us identify the worst people in the world <laughs> oh i'm sorry is that a is that a confederate flag on your belt leanne thanks for coming in the nanny position has already been filled <laughs> Germany banned all sales, possession, and certainly display of any Nazi emblems. You know, the other evil oppressive state who had their asses kicked almost as bad as the Confederacy. You should be able to buy your flags, velvet Robert E. Lee plushies, and stars and bars, banana hammocks. God, yes, that is actually a thing. Please do not Google it. Trust me, it's for your own good. 
You should be free to wear, fly, slap it on the back of your truck so the whole world knows what kind of person they're dealing with. A pathetic, delusional child who lacks even the basic understanding of their own history, or a racist fuckwad who wants to intimidate and frighten minorities, or, more likely, both. And for the rest of us who may be patting ourselves on the back because we won the flag debate, what the fuck did we win? Did we fix racism because a couple of flags came down? Did we bring back nine dead people because you can't buy a Confederate flag in Walmart where you could still buy the gun and ammunition to go shoot up another church? Did we educate a single person about why African Americans feel the flag is such a horrible symbol of repression in the first place? Or did we just get diverted by a bunch of politicians who are terrified over ever having a real debate about the reasons and the means for the killings in that church. Did the Republicans, and it was all Republicans who spearheaded this flag removal process, pull the best bait and switch con on the American public since George W. Bush called himself a compassionate conservative? And did we liberals fall for it because in our self-righteous zeal to prove that we're better than Southerners get fooled like a labradoodle when their human pretends to throw the ball but actually hides it in their hands? We're sniffing around in the bushes thinking, well, Which way did it go, George? Which way did it go? Meanwhile, the powers that be are slapping themselves on the back because they got away with it again with not doing anything. Again. Don't worry. Next time they throw the ball, I'm sure it'll actually be there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's it for the show this week. Thank you for listening. As always, our show intro music is by the band Hypnostate. You can find their work on jamindo.com. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher, where you can leave us a review or tell us that you're going to come and burn down our house for managing to disparage your southern honor. We close out tonight with Waylon Jennings and his song, The Theme to the Dukes of Hazard." And I just want to say that while someday the mountain might get them, don't worry. The forces of modernity and cultural enlightenment, they certainly never will. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. That's just a little bit old in the noble life. Just a good old boy. Wouldn't change if they could. Fighting the system like a two modern day Robin Hood.